0: Hey, what's up, podcast? It's Jeff, and this is a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is the audio pulled from one of our daily drop-ins. That's right, the daily drop-ins are back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, August 3rd to August 14th. We're here to support you, dropping in every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time over on Facebook and our Facebook group over on Twitter, Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch. So join us every morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern time, and enjoy this bonus episode All right, we are live and good morning, good morning. I have I got a crew this morning. Holy cow. Um we've got a, a everyone here it almost seems like except Ray, but like let's be real. It's okay. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I've got five awesome – I just literally had to count. Cause I'm like, How many are with me here? Five awesome <laughs> educators with me. This is our last daily drop-in for our back-to-school edition, which is kind of sad, um, but uh, super excited. If you're watching on Facebook, in the Facebook group, over on Twitch or on YouTube or on Twitter, drop in the comments. Let us know where you're at, what you're watching from. If you're listening on the podcast, you really should have been here with us this morning. But, you know. Too late now. You need to get in connected to the social media so you can do that. Good morning, Nikki, Amanda. Good to see you. Uh, and we'll go around here. Good morning, Megan. How are you? Good
1: morning. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Caitlin, good to see you.
2: You too. been a, would you are, been a while.
0: Would you, yeah, <laughs> we did a podcast yesterday. But, which, I know. By I'm the kidding. way, during that podcast, like 13 times, I forgot we were actually recording a podcast, <laughs> but whatever. Becky, what's going on over there in Jersey? Good morning.
3: It's a, uh, another humid but sunny day in the Jersey.
0: In so. <laughs> the Jers. <laughs> and Jennifer Apple's with us, and it's like legit morning out there on the West Coast. Yes. How are you?
4: It's, I'm good. It's 6 a.m. It's starting to let some light in my window. Yeah. Not quite, but it's at least not pitch black right now, so it's getting better.
0: Is Mr. Apple <laughs> awake, or is he still sleeping in the tiny house wing?
4: No, 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 no. He's he's awake. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: oh, more importantly, is is Maya
4: awake? Oh yeah, Maya's been awake for a while. Yeah. Well,
0: good morning. Yeah. Maya. She
4: wakes she wakes us all up in the morning. <laughs> she makes sure we get up and get going. And yeah.
0: Good. That's that's her job. Right. Good morning, Andrea. Good to see you. Good and morning. Someone in the background.
5: You will see him at some point. Yeah, yes. he's so, yeah. playing with shoes. That keeps him busy for a while.
0: <laughs> that's that's fun. Maya's the same way. Playing with shoes. I, could, mm-hmm. I just compared your son to a dog. Anyway, <laughs> there's, there's of
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. There really is. I got two kids. I can. There's so many. <laughs> right. uh, good morning, Lindsay. Danielle's here. Kate, good to see you. Uh, so as people are trickling in and, and, and joining us here, I think most people know who all of you are, but just in case they don't, let's go around and just say, you know, let us know. I kind of touched on where you're at, but where you're at and what your role is in education and then. This is all Teach Better team members here, so where you're at with the Teach Better team as well. So I'm going to go on the same order because that's what your order is on my screen. Megan, you're first.
1: Awesome. Uh, so I am a seventh grade math teacher in the suburbs of Chicago, and I'm also one of the lead ambassadors for the Teach Better team for the amazing and incredible ambassador group. Shout out to all the ambassadors because there's so many of them here.
0: <laughs> Ms. Giordano.
2: Hi, everyone. Caitlin Giordano. Uh, I am a sixth grade English and social studies teacher in Illinois, and I am a training and development specialist for the Teach Better team, but I'm just the boss. We'll just go with that.
0: I, I was going to add on if you didn't <laughs> add it. I like that you're finally to the point where you're just like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, that way no one else says it. And
2: okay. I always forget like what my title is, though, so I have to like think about it, and I'm like, I'm just going to start saying I'm the boss. It's easier to remember.
0: Uh Becky, you're next.
2: I like that
3: Caitlin goes before me because I have the same title as Caitlin, and I also have trouble remembering <laughs> what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I started out, I was the, a data specialist yep. or data analyst, which I still do. Yep, I you still, still do, do, do that, yes. Know, but I do other things, too. So I was happy that Caitlin was speaking first, because I'm like, now I'll remember what it is I do on paper, like what my official title is. But I'm also... My, that's how I moonlight my day job is I'm a fifth grade math and science
0: teacher. We were, um, you know, we met y- yesterday, uh, Chad and Ray and I were were meeting yesterday and we were talking about like all the roles that everyone has on team and stuff and, and, and whatnot, um, and titles and whether they still made sense or not. Cause every now and then we look at that. Let's be real. When we first give titles, it's kind of just a fun way of giving some cool words for a business card <laughs> and then we kind of figure out where everyone fits in and then it's like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. Becky, you do a bunch of stuff. Like we had like a lot of bullet points underneath Becky, like all these things that she does. It's uh, so you know I appreciate you. It's it's glad it's good. So I, uh, your turn. I think yours could be what is it? It's training and development specialist, comma etc. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna add that. So you know, like businesses add like LLC or INC. Yours is gonna be etc.
3: Or jack of all social media traits,
0: or something like that. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, Jennifer, you are next. Well, I get her right as she's taking
4: a drink of right, water. Right as I'm taking a drink of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was coming, but I was like, I'm still going to do, do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, my day job is I'm an innovation coach at um, a middle school here in Westchester, Washington and um for the teach better team i'm the chief heart officer so which is kind of a fun title i like that one that, that, that's a good one so that one too. and again do, do a little bit of everything
0: yeah she does a little bit of everything jen makes sure that all of our hearts are full and that we're able to yeah. put that out and that we're all just, just happy and
2: she's getting, very good at it
0: we get these little like cards and I, I, i've said it before and <laughs> a couple of weeks ago but like it's so cool to get a Get a little gift from because I'm usually in on most of the gifts, but then when you get one for yourself, you're just like, Oh, that's awesome! That still happens for me. Um, so good stuff. I hear baby Luke back there. Uh, uh, baby Luke, you're next. come here, baby Luke. (laughs) He's he's there, he's crumbling with his shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, morning, Brianna, Candace, Brad, Chelsea uh dave and carrie carrie's here carrie, let's be real, okay with, carrie's really the boss
2: that's true i i mean she is she's amazing
0: behind the scenes boss yeah well hey there buddy all right andrew you're up he, he needs to be introduced as well <laughs>
2: all right well this is baby luke
5: and let's put your shoe down for a second he's got his teach fighter slayer on too yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I Dream Day, I am a 7th grade English language arts teacher. Um, I teach with Megan, so in the suburbs of Chicago. And then I am also one of the lead ambassadors. So I work with Megan very closely at school and outside of school. And so she gets talk with Baby Luke a lot too, but he loves her, um, Auntie Maggie. And so, yeah, we're so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, so last day we're getting ready back to school, but I'm not sure when everybody on screen goes back to school. So. <laughs> Jen, are, are you you guys start next week, or is it the following? When are you you back?
4: We start. Um, teachers start the twenty fifth. I think it is not next week. The okay. week after, and then the okay. kids don't actually start till September first. It's a little late this okay. year because so of where right? the calendar lands. Yeah, are So doing, we don't actually
0: start this, till September first. Be like institute stuff for the teachers or
4: yeah. So there's like six days that we have like before school starts. we start school on like a Tuesday. So okay. we have days and they're still our um they're still negotiating. So we don't know exactly what they're gonna be yet because it's you know, everything's new. So our so, union is still negotiating with the district. So we're not quite sure. Hopefully we'll find out next week everything. So you're not you're not sure whether you're face to face hybrid or, or no 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 no. We know we're or, virtual. We just don't know okay. about our training days yet. We know gotcha. we have training okay, gotcha, days, gotcha, gotcha. we just don't know what they are yet. We are going so, back. Yeah, 100%. no, we're virtual. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. gotcha. Is anyone who is anyone on here not going back virtual? Is everyone virtual? Becky, what are you got? What's the status over there?
3: My my school K two six is going back five half days. The kids are going back five half days, uh, and we're five staff is five full days. And the the middle school and the high school is on a hybrid schedule. And my own children, because I live in a bigger district. Which is right next door to where I work, but still, it's a bigger district. They're all hybrid, so my yeah. own personal children are only going to school two half days a week, and they're remote right. the other days. So that is is posing
0: a little yeah, was, anxiety for me. <laughs> some logistical issues there. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and then Andrew and Megan, you you're back in. Are you five days? Uh-huh. Or are they going to split schedule or?
1: Yeah, so we we start back next the teachers start back next day, and then they just start date back to the thirty first, and then they have the choice remote or hybrid, and we're in school five days a week, but they're only there hours and they have an hour of e learning every day at home.
0: Gotcha. Okay, and then Caitlin, what's your status?
2: So we are virtual, but we are teaching from our classrooms. Yes. So I, um, I bought a second ring light that stands up uh, <laughs> to keep at school. Um, and so I have that set up going, but we start, uh, we have two Institute days starting Tuesday next week. So Tuesday okay. and Wednesday Institute days when kids start virtually on Thursday.
0: Gotcha. Huh.
3: We've already started back later here in our next of the woods, so I actually don't start back till September first, and the kids start September eighth. They actually push the students start date back because of everything that's going on. So we'll have.
0: And then, a when, and then when do your kids start back? Your personal kids? They
3: actually, I think, start the eleventh, tenth, or eleventh. So you, uh, very okay. a little bit later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They pushed. They pushed our kids. Now my kids are going back virtually. Like mm-hmm. we had options, but they're. They're starting everything back uh, almost two weeks later than normal. Um, and we're actually not starting back until – well, actually, I'm, I apologize. They're starting at the end of this month, which normally it's, I guess, it's just a week late, but um, it's been a little all over the place. And they, they just changed it like two days ago because the county changed our color status for the paces and stuff like that. So it's been – it's interesting. So,
4: it's well, yeah, in start. our district, um, like we – our badges were turned off like to get in our buildings, you know, um, back in March, we had like one week and then they're like, they shut off everybody's badges. So you couldn't get in the building at all. Um, and so this fall, they still, they still haven't turned on our badges so we can't like get into our rooms or anything. And there, that's one of the negotiation pieces because some people want to be able to teach out of their classroom, you know, like actually teach. And they still, that's something they're negotiating. So we'll see as of right now, like, We're not really allowed in the buildings unless someone's there and they know we've gone into a room because they have to go clean right after we're done. Like every time you touch anything in the building, they have to like walk behind you and clean everything. And so it's just kind of funny because we're like right now everybody has to be at home until we hear otherwise. So it's kind of interesting.
2: It's okay. such a weird situation. Like I was just thinking about it. Normally, like my classroom, I would have been in there, like setting it up, getting everything ready. And like I still have to teach from there. So I moved to a new teacher. So like I just unpacked the boxes of stuff that like I need <laughs> for myself. But there is like stuff, you guys like all over my floor. Like there's just stuff everywhere. There's boxes piled up. Because I was like, okay, well, I have to figure out now how to teach virtually. So I'm going to spend my energy on that and not on like unpacking and like setting it up because sure. no one's coming. So yeah. It's like right. such a weird thing, like moving districts and then like not feeling like my classroom is my classroom right now because I haven't really unpacked my stuff.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. I want to say real quick hello to Tammy, who checked in in the group there. Van, I don't know if you're still here or not, because he's got to run off to teach, but thanks for dropping in. Michelle, good morning to you. Uh, Bobby, good morning. Adam, good morning. Um, I think they're saying they want to work there, like as in with you all, because Dave mentioned earlier that if he had a school, this would be his staff. I'm assuming, like, if this was his staff that I've. Maybe I wouldn't be included, but maybe I'd be there. I don't know. I could run like I could definitely run the cafeteria. I think I could. You be can, no, you I could be
4: the back. tech guy. You could be our I tech be guy that like, like helps us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be the tech guy.
0: In, I have a background in food service. I could totally. I could run the cafe. <laughs>
2: you could do like the, the social media. You could be like director of communications or fan. something. Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: Thank you. As long as I'm yes. I, I love it. Yeah
3: when the kids come in in the morning and the staff would be playing music over the
0: loudspeaker, yeah. or like you could be the DJ. Now, now, normally in this situation, my team would have been like, oh, Jeff, but you know, you really are an educator. You teach every day. You could totally do it. But no, none of you. You're like, no, you can't do all that other stuff. You're, you shouldn't be in the classroom nobody. Uh-uh. Not we even- know
2: your strengths, Jack. We know your strengths.
0: I would just be this guy. I could help facilitate all of the virtual learning. That's what I would do. Anyway. Um... Chelsea's not in class. Chelsea, I, I'd be interested. In this. Chelsea's just not in Akron here, not too far from me. Curious. I don't know what they're going back. Chelsea, are you going back? Hybrid, face to face, virtual? Where are you guys at?
6: I oh, think they? she said Sorry, they're starting virtual. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah.
0: Yeah. I should read the whole comment before I comment on it. Uh, see, Bobby let me come. So
3: you know, what's a, the I, I remember. I remember in March when I had a conversation with uh, another educator, and they said. And this was again, this was in March, this was right as this whole thing was unfolding. And they said, well, if we have to start virtual in the fall, and I remember at that point, that was such a foreign concept. I was like, what? What?" That would not have even dawned on me. And then as time was going on, I was like, oh, <laughs> that is a yeah. virtual possibility. You know, so it's crazy that we're here now.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, definitely. So yeah, she's saying they're doing the first nine weeks. That's how my, what the school here is, they have the option for the first nine weeks and then they're going to reassess during winter break and, and see where we're at. So, um, And
4: I think for, for me, like at the beginning, like Kaylee, you're talking about like your classroom, like setting it up. Like I actually had to move rooms. So I have no, like my stuff was in a big pile. Like I have no idea where it, like I don't even know if it's in the new room, the older, it's just a pile of stuff. So I have no, I have no idea. But I started like focusing on like my digital classroom. You know what I mean? And so I started like, I'm decorating that. And I'm like, you know, we do canvas in our district. And so I'm like, the canvas, I'm making all these different banners. I'm like, oh, well, that one looks cute. So I like, I feel like I'm like decorating my classroom, but it's all like digital. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, I made my Bitmoji classes and like all these fun things. And so I feel like for me, it's like helped me like get back into it because normally... I would go to my room and like start decorating, moving stuff around, you know, putting things back. And so it's like, it's helped me in my mindset of like, I'm setting up my room. It's just, I'm setting up virtually. And so I'm trying all these different things with like canvas and stuff like that. And so that's like helped me get into that mindset. You know what I mean? That's a that's a great way to look at that.
2: I've spent so much time on Canva the last like two weeks, just like creating cute little banners and stuff and learning our new LMS. Like I actually am zooming with a couple of educators, uh, educator friends of mine later on because they've both used our LMS before and I'm totally new to it. So I'm like, I just want to talk to you. Just please teach me all your ways because your thing's all cute and I can't figure out how to do that.
0: <laughs> but you know, Jen, think of all the tape you're saving. Right. And little thumb facts, and yeah, anyway. Um, but but I love I love that on a serious note, I love that that's how you're looking at that. And I think that's how you have to like y- you can still get excited about things, you're still planning, you're still gonna do what you gotta do to make it as best you can for your kids, and that's exciting and that's fun, right? Because you get to be creative, we just have a little more restriction, which restrictions allow creativity to thrive, really. So, um, I love it. Uh, Lindsay says it, of course, Lindsay's dropping knowledge in here any step is a step is it's okay if it's different we'll get creative and expand our own strengths and ability Lindsay, like you should you know speak to people or help people with their life that would be great um <laughs> every morning something something that Lindsay said i'm like yes uh so where where is so Kaylin, you're going to new school uh you know jennifer you're changing rooms becky's dealing with all kinds of different uh schedule changes and stuff too um, where are we all at? Like, where's the biggest struggle right now? Someone wants to kind of share where you're like, what's the biggest pain point right now? And then how are you trying to like, go through that? You know, I love that, that. Jennifer was mentioning, like she maybe not getting as excited, but now you're utilizing that design in your canvas to get you there. What else is, wh- where are you at? Maybe Caitlin, where are you at? Like, what's the struggle right now outside of the LMS? Or maybe that is your biggest.
2: <laughs> no, I think for me, it's getting to know a mm-hmm. new district without actually like, being there like in full capacity so yep. anyone that has switched schools switch districts before knows that like there's so many like unspoken factors and like things that aren't like advertised necessarily it's like you get there and you kind of figure it out as you go people share with you as you're working together and collaborating and things like that but that's not really our reality right now so yeah. I'm kind of like walking into this complete unknown, which is really doing wonders for my anxiety, I got to tell you. So I'm walking <laughs> into this total unknown and I like don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. And there's not a lot of collaboration that can happen because we all have our private spaces, which are our classrooms that we're not supposed to really go outside of. So mm-hmm. It's a huge struggle because there's so many components of this district that are different from my old one that yeah. I don't like I don't even know what I don't know at this point.
0: Yeah. So how are you? How are you overcoming that? Or are you not?
2: So I'm trying. <laughs> trying. Um, I'm asking a ton of questions. Like, thankfully, I have a great team and there's a lot of people that are super supportive, not just in my new district, but also like in our PLN and in our family. I'm leaning on so many people right now. So like I said, uh, I saw someone post that they used Schoology and they were doing all this cool stuff with it. And I was like, Hey, you want to teach me that? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just being my creepy self that I always am. And like sliding into people's DMS and being like, Hey, you want to help me out?
0: (laughs) Extremely creepy. Uh, Becky, where are you at? I mean, outside of that, I think the obvious logistics of your kids being in a different district, your personal kids being in a different district and different schedules and stuff. What's, when it comes to you and your classroom and stuff, like what's the biggest struggle that you're at right now and, and kind of how are you getting around that?
3: We're still not, you know, 100% sure of, I mean, we know our plan, but I'm not 100% sure of what my physical space <laughs> is going to look like when I'm in the classroom. Um, and so, you know, and then we're going to have some remote students that are going to be live streaming into the classes while you're teaching the in person classes. And so, kind of the logistics of that has me <clears throat> here, a little anxious. And and just honestly, in New Jersey, the governor has been making announcements just about once a week. And in general, it's had the districts kind of on high alert and, and a little nervous. And there, there's lots of conversations going on. I mean, originally it was. Everybody has to try to go back in person, and then it has changed and evolved to the point where now we have schools that are—I would say most schools are doing some kind of hybrid schedule. Mm -hmm. But there's some private schools that are going back five full days a week, Um, and then there's some some districts that are starting fully remote in New Jersey. And I think the concern is, to be quite frank, that something's going to happen right before school starts that is going to pull the plug on anybody that's trying to go in person. You know, there's yeah. a lot of discussions between unions and um, there, there's a lot of teachers who are concerned about their their schedule and their, and their kids' schedule. There's some teachers with health concerns, I'm talking across the state. And so it's will they have enough staff to physically open some of these districts mm-hmm. and it's become almost like a waiting game. So it's like everybody's kind of waiting each other out. And so I think that just has everybody very, very anxious.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's been one of my, my worries about just everyone in the country in general, students, teachers, everyone, my kids, us, everything is that we're like plans are being laid out now. So people are starting to schedule the rest of their lives, right. You know, whether they can get back into work and they're, or whether they'll go out, they're able to go after a job now, maybe because they haven't been able to or whatever it might be and structuring all these things. And, and then everything could change either right before school or a couple days in, right? And so you know, th- that's actually why we chose to have ours go back virtually because my daughter deals with very, very high anxiety. And we knew it was going to take us a month, if not the entire first nine weeks to get her comfortable with going back in general. And to have it potentially change in there wasn't worth it. And my son would be fine, but better to have him with her and stuff. So it's just, you know, and, and already in the last 10 days, it's changed twice. Luckily, ours will stay the same now. So you know, and our teachers did a really great job. I think in the spring, I'm, I I have a lot of confidence in them to just knock it out of park when it comes to virtual learning and stuff uh, this fall. So I think they've done a really good job preparing themselves for it as best as you possibly can. So we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's definitely I think Becky one of my my biggest fears is just what happens when that that thing happens that changes it all. And now it's now we're back to spring. and It's like hey, remember all that prep you did? Nope. You know, uh, so but
3: my partner teacher and I are very much like if we could just get in for like two weeks <laughs> and meet yeah. them and establish relationships and kind of set the groundwork for, OK, these are the platforms we're going to be using and this is how we're going to work it. You know, that would be I mean, I'd be happy just with that. So, you know, we're the,
0: the key is, is if you get hard, that to to take as much advantage of that as you po- as you yeah, possibly can yeah. to help with that. And but I, I think, think I think so
3: it's hard when you can't yeah, plan and,
0: but, but I think it goes back to, you know, I've been for a long time is like planning for what does what your world look like if it is 100% virtual. Yeah. And then adjust from there because there's a really good chance at some point, whether it's to start midway through or even just for a few days here and there, you probably going to end up being potentially being virtual. Worst case scenario, that doesn't ap- ever happen, and that's great, and you're prepared for it anyway. Um, and then, and put it put when together, you have this opportunity, start
3: to put together a Bitmoji classroom. And I have to say, my advice to anyone starting that is: don't start at like ten o'clock at night because it's so. <laughs> it <was> so, <laughs> so all of a sudden, I was up call at midnight. I'm like, oh, this is fun! And then I'm like, ah. yeah, do it in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> start very early in the morning, right after this would be great. you uh, have all day, so. um, Jen, you're changing classrooms and everything too. And then Hans at the same school, with a different role. Like, how's that working for, for you guys and, and what the plan is there? Like, what's the struggle right now for you?
4: Yeah, I, you know, I think my biggest struggle is, um, you know, a lot of my job is working with teachers and helping with tech and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, and I, I completely understand the we're, we're switching. We were Google Classroom School. Now we're going to Canvas. So basically, almost all my teachers are switching over. And so everybody's like, you know, they're kind of freaking out. Canvas is not super user friendly, you know, compared to Google Classroom, Google Classroom's like, click a button, add. Like, that's all you do. It's pretty easy. So it's a little bit, you know, people are having a little anxiety about it. But I think my biggest concern is that um, people are worried about the wrong things right now. (laughs) Like, people are concerned about, well, we need to make sure we test the kids. We need to make sure we get these academics, you know, and it's like, no, your first concern should not be math. I'm sorry. Like your first concern should be these kids. Like we should be spending a lot of time on building relationships. We should be spending a lot of time on, are you okay? This is the routine. This is what we need to do. I I think that's the biggest part that we need to go back and focus on. You know, I understand they've lost a lot of time. Like I, I get that, that, you know, a lot of kids, they're going to be missing some things, but We're teachers. Like we can catch them up. You know, that's what we do. (laughs) Like half of our class is usually a couple grade levels behind. Like that's what we do. It's it's you know, that's what we do as teachers. So I think that like I'm worried that I I want that shift to go back to it's more about the kids than it's about I need to get testing done. I need to and it's I understand it's the pressure from the district coming down too. Like you need to get all these things done and you need to do this, but we need to spend more time on. Are the kids okay right and i i think i think about when um i was my third year teaching and i remember when 9 11 happened that was my third year teaching and i was at a math training that day that morning i wasn't in my classroom and i will never forget everything like about that time in history like it was you know it affected my teaching everything in our life since then and i think all i could think about in that moment was my kids like, all I wanted to do was run back to my classroom. Like I was sitting in this math training going, I don't care about math right now. Like, I don't care about any of this. I care about my kids. Right. And so I wanted to get back to that and like spend time with my students. And, you know, we spent days, weeks, like talking about this and we didn't do math for a while. And there were days where we came in and we just sat and talked to each other. Like, that's what we needed to do at that moment. And so I think I think about that because that's that's kind of the only time in my teaching career that something has happened like this. Mm-hmm. And so I keep thinking about that moment and going, you know, all I cared about was my kids. I didn't care about teaching fractions. I didn't care about any of those other things. I cared about how were they, what do they need from me? And so I think that keeps going in my mind of like, I need to get back to, this is about the kids. You know, this is about them, how they're feeling, what they need from us. And if you spend a whole day, like, you have your virtual class and you spend 45 minutes just talking, it's okay. <laughs> like it, it's okay to do that and to just say how you're feeling and and understand that this world is crazy right now. And if you just have fun, like let's go do a little scavenger hunt in our house and let's go find, you know, let's do some of those things because we need that for the kids.
0: Yeah. And I, I think Brad Hughes said it so great the other day is the fact that there is no behind there is no catching up yeah. there is just where they're at right. that's how it should always be and what you're saying is how it should always be too right is that the kids have to be first but right now more than ever there has to be but like there is no everyone's so worried about falling. they're not behind they're just where they're at and the job as teachers is to get them from where they're at to somewhere a little bit better that's it so i i think that's such a, a good focus to have and and hopefully we can get more and more teachers to realize, to, to be there and stop worrying about that stuff that just really isn't as crucial right now. Uh, Megan and, and Andrea, you're in the same, same district. And, and what's the, what's the challenge right now? Like what's really, she's how much time do we have? Is that what you want or no?
1: No, I think it. it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's everything that everybody said. And I think, you know, we, we really just, we're planning on going back in person with, you know, obviously some that have chosen remote. And for us, it's almost, they just, it was like two days ago, they just pushed our students start date back a week, which gives us two weeks before to be in before they come in, which is great. And in my mind, I'm like, Oh, that's another week for more to change before the kids are even supposed to come in, which, and we just want to, you know, like Becky said, like, we just want two weeks, like, just get me through two weeks with them. Like, I just want to meet them and I want to build those relationships. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of the unknown, I think. Like, we go back right. Tuesday, and we just have so many unknowns. Mm-hmm. It's, like, my, mm-hmm. my anxiety is, like, through the roof. But it's, I think, like, I've really just had to start. It. Like, yesterday, we mm-hmm. found out more of what our in-person looks like. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Baby Luke, you so, really I'm, I'm frustrating. I'm, like. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he feels the same way. That's well, how- yeah, I
5: think that's, I mean, I think as teachers, you know, we all, we're planners, right? That's our teachers. Um, and that's the part, part, like we can't plan. So I have a new teacher on my team and I'm her mentor. So um, and as she should, she's asking all these questions and I never said, I don't know that many times, like in one conversation, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, this is how we used to do it. I don't know how we're going to do it now. And even our admin doesn't know. So it just, it trickles down, right? So parents want to know. So they're contacting admin admin's not really sure yet. Then you no know, parents are asking us. So then the teacher, it's just this constant cycle of, you know, parent, teacher, admin. And then it's like, well, where are the students? Like they have no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of kids too are like, yay, I'm going back to school. I'm going to get to see my friends. I'm like, we don't have the hard to tell them. Like it, it's not going to be like that. You know, looking, Megan and I were very fortunate. We um, got flexible seating last year. We had, um, you know, kind of wrote um, some, I wouldn't say grant, but like petitions for it for a long time. We finally got it and we were so excited and we created this whole, you know, very warm, welcoming classroom. And then we walked in yesterday, you know, to our desk, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with this, but you know, they, they can't be moved. They're six feet apart and I'm a reading teacher. So like the fact that they can't go, my principal said, I have to, you know, cover up my classroom library, which I totally get. And there's other options for me to get the kids to read online, but it's just, all those comforting things in our classroom are gone. So we have to find other ways now, you know, to bring it in right now. I don't know what those are, but I know we're going to figure it out. So yeah, I think just that unknown
0: is, is the yeah. scary part. I have a special yeah. treat. Focusing, I'm to bring it in a second, but.
1: And focusing really on what we can control. Cause at this point. Yeah, I was going to
0: have you talk on that. Cause you, you said that yesterday when we were doing our podcast.
4: Uh, I, I did.
1: Know. It's like my like theme right now, because if I focus on like, I'm going to drive myself nuts and there are so many unknowns that like it's it's really just focusing on what I can control and what I can do and what I can do is I can plan fun things and I can build relationships and I can make this the best year that it can be with the given like everybody's you know yeah. we're all great teachers like we can make this as good as it can be like if anybody can do it like we got this we just have to focus on what we can do
0: Yeah. I I think with the kids when it's, it's going to be different stuff, but a few weeks in the kids are going to get, it's going to become what their life is like. It's not going to be a big thing after they get in there. They're going to get used to it. Just like when they first came in, just like when we changed and, and, and March stuff, like they're going to be, they're going to be okay. They're very resilient. You'll, you'll know which ones you need to focus on and, and pick up a little bit differently. But a few weeks in, they'll be like, Oh yeah. Like we sit in desk. There's there's, uh, you know, lines on the floor, we wear masks, we have to stay apart, like, that's just how school is right now, you know what I mean? So, and they'll go back to hate in math, and not like in English, and throwing spitballs and doing, you know, because the kids like they're gonna be okay. So like, take that off and do and just focus on what you can control, which is giving them the best experience you can with whatever the situation is that you can, because you're not in control of all this junk going on. So like, um,
4: spitballs. It's
2: it's not 1970, Jeff. Spitballs, definitely yeah,
0: really Like. Hey, hey, you know what? I was. I'm just. And no I
2: one hates English, English in my classroom. Yeah, my, yeah. All my kids yeah, love English.
1: All my kids <laughs> love math.
0: Yeah. All right. There's a whole lot of delusion on the screen right now. But also, by the way, I was not in school in the 70s, and I shot spitballs. So, like, at least 90s, right? So. Jeez, man, tough crowd today. I'm going to bring in my... I'm be the
3: motivational speaker for subject areas. Like this, you know, Hey, kids, we know you hate math. We know you, <laughs> know you hate language.
1: <laughs> and Jeff doesn't get to speak. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But we're not here to talk about math or stupid English. <laughs> we're here to talk about symbols. Let's see what you got.
2: Stupid English? Watch yourself, sir. Oh, I know. This is right. I don't think this is going to help you, though. What's that? Stupid English? No, yeah, this
1: is like... Yeah, like this, I'm going yeah, to bring in my... Gonna my join back. all of us.
0: Okay. Monk's interested to see how it rearranges us. It all back right. And down, back and forth, putting us all up. And why
6: can are just, you here?
0: Yeah.
6: Everyone loves math in my class. I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff Gar. <laughs> <laughs> you, picked her. you picked her off? What the well, heck? We can bring her back. <laughs> Hold my
0: on. What are you doing? I didn't think you were able to come out this morning.
6: Well, I wasn't. I actually just came from a vet appointment where I was watching y'all live while my dogs were, you know, getting a checkup. And then I have a keynote I'm doing in like a half an hour and I'm like, what do you do when you have 15 minutes? You go hang out with your friends live on camera. <laughs>
0: I know, like, I, I, what was really happening is Ray was looking. She's like, how jealous am I of Jeff right now? So i are, trying to steal my thunder again. Uh, so how are you doing, Ray? You're starting back. You start back, um, Monday with your, like as a teacher, you're, you're, you guys got five days, I think of Institute and then the kids are back virtually, but you're in the school, which is similar to how Caitlin's going to be. How are you, yeah. doing? What are you doing?
6: So actually we officially found out we're not, we don't have to teach from our school building, oh, which is,
0: okay.
6: it is such a gift. I, I think, um, I kind of had a teacher's deserve it moment where they were like, we're going to trust our educators to come in when they need to. And if they're streaming live, we we are going to share some recommendations we have of why it might be better to stream live from your classroom versus at home. But we trust you to do your job. So feel free to come in as you choose and leave as you choose. And I literally was like jaw on the floor. Oh my God. that (laughs) So much like stress lifted off their shoulders with families and responsibilities and everything in between. So um, I'm incredibly uh, proud of the district that I'm in right now, that they are doing everything possible to keep the community informed and try and continue to support educators, which is so awesome. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's good stuff. So not to that's, brag or that's, that's district-wide that they're not, not just your buildings, the whole district.
6: Okay. District-wide, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so what are you going to do? Do you think you're going to go in? Are you can do that are you from your house? You're going to do both a little bit or...
6: You know, I'm not sure. I don't know about you guys. And I'm sorry, I've been like listening in and out the whole time. But um, I have two student teachers. So I'm actually feeling like I do want to get on a consistent schedule. Um, mm-hmm. So that they know that like when they need to come in versus me just waking up in the morning and being like, Oh, I'm gonna do a half day or a full day at my building today. Yeah. Uh, and it also depends on how the school runs remotely. Because I'm sure like all of you, either it's kind of like a free-for-all and you can do whatever you want and students can choose when they work or i kind of think my school is going to run a full schedule and so um, if that's the case it's just going to make my decision so i feel badly because i have a lot of the universities that are with my student teachers saying what's your plan what's your plan and i'm like we don't really know until we all come together for institute we get all the information versus you know sporadic emails here and there so i'm trying to make the best decision i can for everybody including my co-teachers, my student teachers, and everything in between.
0: Are you having? Are you communicating already? Are you already in contact with your student uh, your student teachers and talking with them about the plan and keeping them? Uh, so they're full. How are they feeling coming in, like, on well, their way into this profession during all this?
6: Yeah, so one of them I am meeting for the first time. Her name's Nicole. She's an ISU student teacher. I'm sure, like, those of you who know ISU, they have that PDS program where they student teach all year long. So Nicole <laughs> is doing that program, which is really exciting. But actually... Sam, who is a a student teacher that's coming from Wesley into my classroom, she's been in my classroom for the past year. And so this is, she's coming back now. So it'll be interesting for her because in my mind before COVID, she was just going to fit seamlessly right in and like not miss a beat. And now I'm like, oh, this classroom looks different from when we worked together last year to then this semester, but she'll be with me for only the fall. So it's going to be a wacky ride. But to be honest, like guys, especially since we're all friends like you would love her she's an (laughs) (laughs) all-star
0: oh good to hear uh got lots of high rays coming on hi brie good to see you here um Lots of high, just high rays and stuff like that. So, um, that's pretty talking there. So where also, yeah, what else is going on? Let's talk about your, your personal lives now. Um, actually we could, but where are you at as far as, uh, how are your co- Like we've kind of touched on this, but how's how's everyone's colleagues feeling? Like what's the, in the community, what's that vibe like right now? If anybody wants to share that sort of like, are people excited that you're, or not, I don't know if excited is the word. Are they feeling okay, comfortable with the way uh, you're planning to go back, or is is there a lot of fight or confusion going on from stakeholders and community members, or anybody wants to jump in can share. uh,
3: Most most of our families were for starting
0: in person,
3: so they're they're happy that there is. You know, I think that the. The issue is actually more in the district I live in because, as I said, it's much bigger, and that's the the problem that a lot of the bigger districts, and I'm sure this is you know, like across the country, are having is they just physically don't have the space to have everybody back at the same time, so they have to do this. I mean, like I said, my kids are going two half days. They, there's there's cohorts, and it's you know, eight K goes Monday, Tuesday, everybody's virtual Wednesday, and um L through Z is Thursday, Friday. So my kids are obviously the L through Z. Um, so you know, at least it keeps families together because my you know initial concern was, oh my gosh, are my kids gonna be on are my kids gonna be on some kind of yeah. school? So at least I've got you know that piece down. But you know, there are some districts who the kids are that are even bigger, but the kids are only going one half day a week in person. Yeah. So and everybody does have the option to go remote, you have the option to change your mind after, I think it's like each marking period. Um, So, you know, that's, but in general, the families are are happy. I just, I think in my town, the families really wish there was a way to do it full, you know, five, five days, even if it was five half days, Um, it's just not physically, it's just not physically possible.
6: Yeah. Well, and I think, Becky, it's interesting you talk about that because not only are districts needing to make these decisions, but every every one decision affects like 13 other things and everybody has an opinion. So like Caitlin, Megan, Andrea, and I are all in the same state and we all have different plans and different communication and our communities feel differently. And I know mm-hmm. that like, I don't know, I guess I'm two hours from you guys, but you guys aren't close either, right? Megan and Andrea and Caitlin, you guys are far apart from each other, right? Yeah, about an hour. hour. Yeah. So so I think it's a struggle because districts are needing to not only make decisions of what's best for students, but also like play the political game of also appeasing the community, which is not easy. Mm -hmm. But I think the key element that I'm seeing of that, and Jen, I'm sure that you see this all the time, is like the need for communication and that like open discussion and like explanation of why decisions are made in certain ways. And I think the more transparent we can be, maybe even sharing almost too much
2: detail is a a positive. I think too, there's a lot of people that need to remember that when districts are making decisions, it's not a district making a decision. It's real people who are sitting down and trying to navigate through all of this stuff that they know is whatever they end up doing isn't going to appease or work for everyone. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I just keep saying to people anytime it gets brought up is like, these are people making this decision, real human beings that are trying to sit down and navigate through this. And Ray, I totally agree with you. The more transparency, the more explanation we can give, the better. But I think like at the end of the day, like take a minute, take a beat, take a breath, because these are legitimate Human beings that are trying to do what's best for kids here. Well, and yeah, we Megan, you, you were
6: talking about this, Megan, before of like control what you can control. Like, I am very comfortable. I don't know about you guys in your like kind of like mental state, but for me, I'm very comfortable being like, I know exactly what I'm doing in my classroom. I don't know the timeline of how it's going to work. I don't know like specific, like, class hours or elements like that, but the the pieces I have in place work in a virtual blended or in person. And so I'm just going to be flexible with what I've got. And then I'm not going to worry about making decisions about office hours or schedules until next week when we have an institute, because then someone will be giving me the information. It's not information I can control. And I'm just going to make the decision when I have all the information versus dwelling on not knowing,
2: right? Absolutely. Absolutely like too i'm hearing a lot of people be like oh we're all first-year teachers now and while i get that sentiment and like i totally understand where you're coming from i think it's really really important to take a minute and recognize that we're not and that we have a ton of expertise and experience on how to teach kids well we're very good at what we do and we know how to do it like, yeah this scenario is insane and totally different from anything we've ever experienced. But at the end of the day, you know how to teach kids well. That's what you're gonna do. It's just gonna look different.
0: I think that's really important, Ken, because at one point you were a brand new teacher who had no idea what they were doing. At one point you had to change classrooms, maybe subjects, maybe grade levels. You get new students every single year, right? You get a new crowd every year. Uh, sometimes a lot of changes throughout the year. Teachers, you, I mean, you you make minute to minute, second to second, day to day, hour to hour decisions all the time. You're always working under an I don't know. This is just a little bit bigger and broader and different I don't knows. So I think that's a great point, Kaylin. The fact that, like, yeah, you, you're really good at what you do. You're going to be okay. It's all that's right. That's
6: why she's the boss.
0: That is why why. She's the
6: boss.
0: It's exactly why. So <laughs> I love it. So, um, and I always love, I, need- I, I want to, Lindsay, Lindsay dropped it in here. You got to go.
6: I got to go, but good to see all everybody. Right.
0: Bye Ray. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, Lindsay said it somewhere. She said it on our podcast, but like, don't let the, and I'm going to say it the wrong way, Bear, uh, Lindsay, I, I apologize, but is to not let the unknowns be the fear of you, but rather the unknowns are the things that allow you to learn and grow and be awesome. I know that's not how you said it. Lindsay, you say it's so much better. So listen to a podcast with us. She did that, but like, that's the, he's like, don't let, don't let those hold you back. Let them be the, she says, let them be the catalyst that drives you forward. Right. And learn and grow. And I think that's, Something that teachers have that most other people just don't maybe have in them, but I've never had to bring that out because it's just the way your work, your job and your world works as a teacher is you're always trying to figure that out. So I think that's a really good point, Caitlin. It's just, it's just different now. It's just different stuff. It's just different barriers. It's different restrictions. It's different challenges. But,
4: and I think it's all about our attitude, right? Like yeah. as teachers, you know, I remember that um, I've been teaching a really long time. So I remember when we called it the Wassel. that was our first state testing we had um the Washington Assessment of Student Learning. Um And I remember when it first came in and everybody's like, oh, this is so really, you know, and everybody had this horrible attitude. And surprisingly, our kids did horrible on the test, right? Because we were all like, oh, this is awful. And oh, oh shocking. They did bad on <laughs> no, it. Kidding. And so then we like changed our attitude and we made it this like fun event. And my teammate and I, we were, t- I was teaching math at the time and we had this like week of fun and we had all these games and we did all this like cool stuff with math and tried to make it positive and happy. And like, I mean, our test scores went up like 20 points or something insane. Like just because we changed our attitude, we changed nothing about the way we taught math. Like we didn't do anything. We just changed our attitude. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, this isn't that bad. Like we're okay. Like we can do this. And so I think as teachers, we have to remember that too. Like it's all about our attitude. So even if we don't agree with the district decision, even if we don't agree with whatever, whatever's happening out there, like we just have to have a good attitude and go, you know what, we can do this. Like that's yeah. what we do. Like we work with, I mean, I work with 13 year olds all day. I can do anything. Like, I mean, come on. Like no I do with middle schoolers all day. Like nothing can phase me. Like, bring it. <laughs> right. So I think we have to like remember that we're all awesome. Like we can do anything. We teach kids all day. So anything they throw at us, we can take like we can do this and we just have to have that attitude of like this is this is good it doesn't matter what our community thinks it doesn't you know all that outside noise just turn it off and we can do this like we yes. can make this best for our kids
0: and here's the thing is you you have an opportunity we all have an opportunity right now for the next whether it's the next 9 weeks the next year next 2 years to grow and learn and come up with new create levels of creativity we never even thought we could reach to to work in an environment that forces us to even more so focus on our kids on how to be good digital citizens and and technology and do all these things and grab all these new things that we've never been forced to do and come up with creative solutions around really, really difficult, out-of-control problems that then when we get back to quote-unquote normal, we can grab all this stuff that we created and enhance it in a world that's quote-unquote easier, right? More More familiar maybe, right? We have this opportunity to do that. I think the mindset, Jen, if you focus on that Versus all the stuff you can't control and all the negativity around, it's a complete. I saw a meme I said it the other day too, but it was we can we can um, complain that the rose bush has thorns, or we can celebrate the fact that the thorn bush has roses. Like that's just the like we have an opportunity to do some really amazing stuff right now. And by the way, this is all going to be charted in history books of like one of the biggest struggles in the world, and we're going to look back and say like, how did we do that? And it can be all these people complaining about everything and teachers stepped up even when they weren't respected like they should be, even when they weren't looked at like they should be, which is so the whiplash, that's a whole nother story. But like and but they stepped up and they didn't just do their job, quote unquote, like some people are shouting. They went above and beyond, even when it was really like there was no above and beyond to even figure out at this point. And they think, uh, stepped up and did it. I think that's you have that opportunity to do that right now and show kids that hey. Even when life throws all these barriers at us, like we'll get around it. This is how you do it. This is how you overcome it. Cause we can't stop that. Right. And, so. to,
3: and to your point, Jeff, I mean, this is going to continue to, to change and evolve. And even as we speak, there's people developing new tools and technology to help with all this. I mean, when you step back and think about it, I was just talking to my husband the other day. I'm like, it's only been five months. It feels like five years, but it's <laughs> only been five months. And so, you know, we're used to having like a quick fix for everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this has happened. Let's fix it. And while we're, we're kind of like you know, fixing as we go along and we're, we're changing and evolving, it's, it, I think when you put yourself in that mindset, like, okay, just kind of take this one day, one week at a time, mm-hmm. uh, and there will be more things to help us and more supports as we go along. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard to wrap your head around.
0: Yeah, but we did. And that's a great point, Beck, because we figured out things. Do you know how quickly schools figured out how to feed thousands of kids in ways mm-hmm. they never have? Guess what? There's ever a catastrophe we're going to move in. Fa- school's going to move faster than FEMA could ever move and take care of people. Right. Like that's like, like that's completely off the, off the side, but like that's a, an incredible logistical skill that we didn't even know existed that we had to do. There are, they are, there are schools that are driving trucks around town to give uh, families Wi-Fi. There are that's stuff that like Mark Zuckerberg's doing with billions of dollars. Schools are doing it with school budgets. Like the things that are coming out like that, Becky, that we can, if we can get past all this other junk and just say, Hey, remember how we did that? What if we just put a plan like that in place so that all of our um, our less fortunate kids can have Wi-Fi all the time? Because we figured it out, and we had to do it with no extra budget in 30 days, or 20 days, or 10 days, whatever. Let's take some time and actually put some good things in place. Let's figure out, hey, we did this really well with food. Maybe we can even feed kids more often, and we can upgrade, right? there's a lot we'll of these things that
3: things. yeah, I yeah. Think will see a lot of good things that come out of this once the dust kind of settles but yeah. you know, it's
0: a and from the classroom it. level I, you're able if I'm able to teach kids in my classroom and in 15 25 30 50 different households now I've got the now I've built systems I've had experience and now I'm able to take care of my kids if they can't come to school if they if they have struggles if they get a, a illness that puts them down for a couple of weeks or whatever it might be now we're able to things like there's it goes back to what jim was saying it's all mindset um at this point and then back to echo what kayla what was saying is and you can do this you're ready for this there's no 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 group of people more prepared for this nonsense this crazy world we're in right now than teachers and that's just i believe that with everything i have so i love it maybe baby luke baby luke may be more prepared but outside of that Um yes. So I appreciate you all coming on here. Um I'm loving the comments too. Um so any last words on our last drop-in of this series before so many are either get they might already be back in school but are getting ready to go back in school. Do you want to impart some final wisdom or inspiration to everyone? Baby Luke, anything?
4: Yeah,
5: I think we just want to let everybody know that different doesn't mean bad. You know, just because the school year is going to look different, just because our teaching style is going to look different, just because our classrooms look different, it doesn't mean that it's bad. Um, and, you know, it's up to us to, like everybody's been saying, is to find those creative juices and figure out. And I think there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come from this that are going to be even better than we ever could have imagined because we've been forced to think outside the box. So just remember that although this year is different, doesn't mean it's going to be bad. It's going to be awesome, just in a very, very different way.
0: You're very wise in your years, young Luke. <laughs> Anyone else want to drop some, some, some words before we go? Uh,
3: just I'm just gonna- give yourself grace. You know, give yourself grace. And, and we did put a new poll up in the Facebook group because so, we want to continue to help people into this fall. So even though this is the last daily drop-in, if you have not checked out the new poll – Check it out because we want to start putting some stuff together for the fall to help educators.
0: So make sure you're in that Facebook group, uh, just search Teach Better Team if you're not in there. On Facebook, get that or go to uh, teachbettergroup.com. It'll take you there. So, Caitlin?
2: You can do this. That's it. That's all I have to say. You can do this. Like, when it comes down to that, that final moment when you feel like you can't do it anymore, you can. You can do this. And when you need that additional support, when you need that community, when you need that love, we've got you, come see us, we've got you.
0: Uh, Megan, Jen, anything to add?
1: I just think we've like, echoing everything everybody else said, like we've got this, we are already better now than we were in March. And in March we did this within 24 hours notice. (laughs) I mean, look at, look at everything, like take a minute, stop and look at everything that we've done or that you've done since March. Like it's been incredible. And if you could do that so quickly, you can do anything. Like it's not, it doesn't mean like Andrew said, doesn't mean it's bad. And what changing and having to do things a little differently, like this does not take anything away from how amazing we are as educators. Like you are amazing. You have all the tools, whether you know them or use the network of support. But like we've got this. we can do it.
0: Jen,
4: yeah, I, I think my my big thing is is like you can only control you, right? So I can only control what I do, like Ray said, like she can control her room, right? So I think thinking about like what are the things that are kind of frustrating you right now, maybe about decisions being made or other things, and you can control you. So you make the change, right? If you feel like people aren't communicating well with you, then you improve your communication. Like you communicate a ton to parents. If you feel like this isn't happening, then you do that. Like learn from those things that like some of these things aren't happening. Well, then you can control yourself and you can make those happen, right? So you can make anything happen in your sphere of influence. So you have your 30 kids, you have your 150 kids, however many you have. You can make it amazing for them. So just think about your influence and who you have around you that you can make a difference for them. That's that's what matters right now. Is you care about that community and what you're going to do for them and how you're going to make a difference.
0: I love it. I want to add one last thing um, because I hear so often, like Megan, when we talk about we did this in the fall and we did it on a drop of a dime. A lot of people think to themselves, yeah, but I'd already had a, a half a year or more to build relationships. And I, how do I build relationships in person and I'm telling you right now, you need to hear this. Your kids do not high five or they don't love you. They didn't fall in love with you because of high fives and hugs. They love those high fives and hugs because they fell in love with you. You can build it virtually. You can do it because it's about you. It's not about the, the touch. And I am totally a hugger. I'm a high fiver. I'm so kinesthetic. It hurts sometimes, but, That's not why I love hugging people. It's because I already like that person and that's why it feels so good. So take that out of there. Your kids are going to love you because you love them and you're going to be there for them and you can build those relationships just the way like some of the people, a lot of people on this screen haven't actually met in person. Still pretty strong relationships. And I said it the other day, and here's the crazy thing about that is this, and we're all of the age where we have not grown up our entire lives building relationships online. Most of your students have. So they're already, they already build a lot of their relationships online anyway, so you can do that with them too and take that barrier out. So get that out of your head. You're gonna, they're going to love you because you love them and you're going to take care of them. And then take all the awesomeness that that these five have dropped this morning, and Ray, um, and everyone else. But I appreciate you being here with me this morning, ladies. Uh, you are invaluable and so appreciated. And I've got all your backs as you get back into your classroom and I know you've got everyone watching's back. So if you need anything, please reach out to any of them on the team. Uh, it's kind of sad closing out the last drop, and I'm not going to lie. We're just going to have to figure out another, another reason to do more. We'll figure it out. So uh, anyway, appreciate all you, uh, and have an amazing Friday, amazing weekend. Take some time to relax and rejuvenate, and um, appreciate you all. We'll see you.
3: Bye-bye, everybody.